This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And every now and then here on Stay Paid, we take a break from the sales and marketing aspect of your business to talk about business management as a broader prospect. And part of that is building and managing a team. So we've spent a few podcasts over the years talking about how to hire salespeople or others into your organization, but equally important is navigating the challenging task of knowing when to terminate an employee to safeguard the overall success of the business or the team itself. So today we're going to talk about four critical signs that indicate when it might be time to let someone go with empathy, fairness, and professionalism. I like how you added that. I was just going to say, you're fired. <laughs> I figured I, yeah. I'm like, we're going to be yeah. in and yang empathy, on this one. I'm gonna, I got to try and bring the softer no. side. Yeah, the empathy. <laughs> no, no, it's a critical thing. It's, it's funny, the more I do business, Business, the more I realize the common saying, what got you here won't get you there. Yeah. And that applies to people. Um, it also, you know, and it's a really, anybody that's been in the business space for long enough that has led businesses for long enough understands that. It's not meant to be a cold statement. I wish everybody could come with you. Yeah. They can't come with you because there's certain skill sets needed at certain levels and the skill set needed to get you to a million is different than 10 million, different than 20 million, different than 70 million. Like it is amazing how it's the Jack Welch rule. Like he would look for the 10% lowest performers yeah. and cut them. Yeah. And that was part of his culture there at whatever GE or whatever. Well, that's also and like where the like that middle part of fairness comes in. It's like people knew it. It wasn't yeah. a surprise. It's, it's, and I it, think that that's sort of like what what we want to drive home is obviously you have to look for these critical signs. You have to make the decision, right? You can't sit on it and let someone in your organization that isn't moving you forward or worse, bringing the team down, which we'll go over in some of our points. Yep. But the fact that that was a process that everybody knew existed. Yeah, creates that fairness yep. within the organization. Well, because it's not, it feels good to talk about, and this is why, you know, just f funny opening up this way, but it feels good to always talk about the um, growth aspect, the inspiration aspect, the nurturing aspect, the mentoring aspect of people. So that feels good. But oftentimes in life, what feels good isn't the best for you. Yep. What sometimes in life, you actually have to go through some pain, some discomfort to get growth. And so I would challenge everybody, like Grant Cardone says this, like when he's pushing really hard to grow and he's not growing, he says, the first thing I do is I look internally and I go, who's, who's pulling against me? Who's pulling against me? He goes, believe it or not, the biggest leaps in my organization have come from me letting people go. Mm -hmm. And people hearing this probably are not going to understand. I understand now we've grown, you know, 70 plus million. And I go, I understand what he's saying. And it has nothing. It's not personal. It's not that this person's being vindictive to you. Sometimes that happens. You got to get rid of that. <laughs> but it's not that. It's literally an alignment of skills, an alignment of vision, an alignment 
alignment of desire, like if you don't have those things in alignment, man, you're, you're not going to grow. Yeah. You're not going to grow. And you have to be willing to cut the fat. You have to be willing to go through the refining fire. And oftentimes that means letting go of people. Now there's a proper way to do it. Yes. Yeah. But it often means letting go of people. Yeah. Well, let's talk about number one, because this is probably the most obvious one and the easiest one to measure. But this is performance problems, right? Yeah. So people not hitting their actual metrics or what they're expected to do from a performance situation. Don't make excuses for people. Yeah. Don't accept people's excuses. So easy. You get what you accept, not what you want. You get what you accept, right? So you might have these goals. You might have these standards. You might have these core values. You might have this culture. But all that's... Words on paper, what you accept is truly what your goals are, what your standards are, yeah. what your culture is. That is the truth. And so when it comes to performance, the easiest to measure can literally um, fire people or get rid of people or upgrade people based upon performance. But so many people make excuses because performance a lot of times is gray. Mm -hmm. There's variables that contribute. And so what I would challenge people to think about is you must have clear standards. And the key with measuring people with performance is having clear expectations from the get-go. Mm -hmm. Like what is the measuring stick that we both agree to and bring the person so in to helping you define this is what the role needs because when you do that it, it adds clarity and unity yeah it's a step that you cannot miss when going you sound like over. an angry old man today on this podcast you i love great, it man. no it's, it's, it's all <laughs> this is all real man it's like uh it, it, there's a step with when explaining expectations that i think so many you know especially younger managers miss that, that that haven't been you know burned enough is this idea of what they say they think people will just hear and interpret the same way that they're they feel like they're saying it yep. versus no you've got to get alignment and clarity on if you are setting the expectations you want your teammates you want your employees you want your staff to repeat that back to you be able to say it with the same clarity that you feel like you're yes. saying it so that they're Eliminate the excuses. Yes. So it always comes down to, great, let me get all the excuses out of the way. How can I help you with this? Oh, this your computer's running slow? Let me get you another computer. Your mouse isn't working? Let me get you another mouse. Yes. You're having trouble. You, you don't understand this part of it because you weren't trained well? Great. I'm going to schedule two-hour training with you, and then we're going to test you yep. after the training so that I can see that you know how to do it. Get rid of every excuse to really get down to the reality because some of them might be legit. Others aren't going to be legit, and they are truly excuses. People need accountability. Yeah. Simple fact to look at is just look at how overweight our society is here in America. I'm not going to judge the world because I'm not really a world traveler, but here in America, look at overweight. We are. We all know what it takes to not be overweight. We all know it's unhealthy for us, but we're all overweight because... It takes so much discipline and accountability. Humans, by nature, we need accountability. You must put in accountability through performance. And you think about this, right? Here's a good analogy for you. Doc Rivers, right, was Licko from the 76ers, right? They make it to the playoffs. They have the MVP of the league what, on their two, team. Two or three years in a row, Two, right? three years in a row. In all aspects of the game, they're doing better than 85%, let's say 90% of all the other teams. The head coach still loses the job. Why? because it is not about doing your best. It is about doing what is required. It is about doing and hitting the mission, achieving the goal. Yeah. And that is a key thing for people to understand in business. You know, the Netflix, um, they hired HR director, and this was, was a powerful thing I heard that stuck out to me, and I share it often. 
is they hired this HR director, came in, totally revamped the whole culture. And what they did is they came in and here was a culture that was family oriented. Oh, we're a family based culture. We're family oriented. You know, we love each other. We treat each other like family. And they changed it and they turned it on its head and said, no, 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 we're not a family business. We are a high performance team. You don't fire your family in a high performance team. There's people who make the team. People get cut from the team. There's people who are the star players that get paid more. People who are the, you know, supporting cast. Right. So that is a key thing in business. And why am I so passionate and and direct in saying this? It's because this is what kills businesses. And when you kill a business, you're helping nobody. You, you have impact that you're creating on not only your employees' life, your team members' life, your clients' life. You will have none of that. If you're not willing to do the hard thing that a leader is required to do, which is make sure you're honing in and going, do I have the right team members in the right seats? And if I don't, am I willing to make the move? Yeah, we'll talk about the second point there because you alluded to it a little bit earlier, which is this idea of teammates not being aligned to the mission or the vision. And I think part of this, like it's super important. You have to, you have to express what that is. So your yeah. Netflix example there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to share with people every single day what the vision and the mission of the organization is, and you have to be willing to hire and fire based upon it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's not, again, don't watch what people say, watch what they do. Mm-hmm. So you can have the vision and mission statements written on the wall all you want. You can speak them in meetings all you want, but if you're not hiring people based upon them, not firing people based upon them, then you truly don't believe in that. You believe in maybe a, a sub point of that. Like you the idea yeah, of it. <laughs> right. It feels good. It sounds good. All that good stuff. You have to make sure people are aligned to the vision. What does that mean? It means that they're waking up every single day and they're rowing in the same direction of you. It goes to Grant Cardone's point. When he is pushing so hard to accomplish a vision and he's not getting there, he looks first internally and goes, who? pushing against me. And oftentimes they don't even realize it, right? A lot of times when you let people go, firing is obviously a harsh word, but when you let people go a lot of times for performance-based things or for things that are not alignment to the vision, you're actually helping them because they're in a role where they're not enjoying what they're doing. They're not passionate about it. That doesn't wake them up at 2 a.m. in the morning and they're excited about it. And so you allow them to actually move on with their life and find a company and a vision that they can get passionate about. So when people aren't aligned to that vision and they're not willing to do whatever it takes, go the extra mile, classic that I look for, is when people don't do things outside their job description, when people don't take initiative, when people don't, when they just punch the clock, that is a telltale a sign for job. me that, yeah. hey, There's not a okay, I'm not going to fire you technicality-wise on that, but it's it alerts me to going, mm, this is someone that is here for a paycheck, not for the vision and mission of the organization. Yeah, and it's critical to have those conversations with your team members uh, well well ahead of the actual decision of letting somebody go. It is yep. critical that you communicate that with your team members so that they can respond or realign yes. if, if, if sometimes doing that actually wakes somebody up. You know, there's been times in my own career where I've been woken up because I was maybe going through the motions, right? Yes. And you kind of you kind of lose the the higher purpose that you're working towards. And so you need to have those real conversations with your teammates, to, your, your team members, to give them the chance to say, "Yeah, you're right. I wasn't I wasn't 100 on board." Or they're gonna they they could self select out at that. They point. could, yeah, I, exactly. I don't know that I, you know, go and along with this. Movement is good. All. Movement yeah. is good. What you don't want is lukewarmness. You're either hot or cold. Otherwise, yeah. you get spit out, right? You don't want lukewarm. You want movement. Movement is, hey, I'm not passionate about this anymore. I get off the bus. I am passionate about it. Let's keep going. Movement is good, and you need accountability partners in your life. I posted this on my Instagram the other day. All leaders, listen up. Leaders must be the ultimate truth tellers. 
You as a leader must be the ultimate truth teller. The reason why is because your job is to not sugarcoat things. Your job is not to make people feel good all the time. Your job is to bring the best out of people. And sometimes that might be moving them on. Mm, yeah. All right. Number three, this is probably the most obvious one, but lacks integrity or not allow, uh, aligned to the values of the organization. Yeah. So the lacks integrity is do they do what they say they're going to do? Yeah. And if a, if a team member doesn't do what they say they're going to do, that is a huge red flag. And I, one is okay. I, I always say this for anything, like instances are fine, patterns are not, right? So everybody has instances, myself included, where you you something happens, you have an off day, whatever it is, that's okay. You have to have empathy, compassion, understanding, all those things. Patterns are a sign of habit, a sign of character. And so you need to look for people who have high integrity. They do what they say they're going to do. And they actually treat people with respect. Mm -hmm. And it, everybody knows this, the people that walk into the room, the people that come into an organization. You know, I heard Alex Hermosi talk about the advice he got from a billionaire friend of his guy owns many, many, many companies. And he said, an A player, you know, instantly. Yeah. He says, it does not take you two weeks to find out if this is an A player or not. In my experience, that is true. When I hire an A player in this organization, I know immediately they may, may don't have the technical knowledge yet of our systems. They don't have the institutional knowledge of our company, but they are an A player in initiative, in energy, in integrity, in performance. They're an A player yeah. and you know immediately. So if you're questioning whether you have an A player or not, you don't have an A player. Fourth one, and this is really one of the hidden sicknesses I think that uh, organizations have, is people, uh, team members that are bringing others down. So they're not just not helping the business. They're actually hurting you because they're, they're, other, they're bringing other people down, and those people know it. Dude, Cody, um, I believe her last name is Sanchez. She's killing it on content on Instagram. Go follow her right now. She posted an Instagram reel. Blew my mind. It was a study. I think it was done by Harvard. 58,000 working hours. 10 different companies they measured. And they measured, they called it red pill versus like, I think, blue pill. And they set people by um, high performers. Okay. And if you were seated near a high performer, your performance increased by 25 plus percent. Wow. If you were sitting by a bad performer, a negative Nancy, someone who is this type of person brings you down, you decrease by 30 plus percent. In performance, moly. just being in vicinity of them. It's like, uh, go watch this Instagram reel. It really blew my mind. And we all know it to be true who you surround yourself with, you become. Yeah. But if you sit people by low performers in your company, they are bringing everybody else down. Cut that cancer out. You yeah. have to. Yeah. And I think that this is important. It's something that you learn over time. It's like people on the team know who those people are and they're almost going like, why don't you just... Yeah. And then it's a representation of you as the leader. Yeah. And that's happened to me so many times. I've put up with people for too long, showed too much, you know, weakness in, in the sense of like disguised as empathy, disguised right. as compassion, but truly yeah. it's weakness. It's like I tell myself, oh, I'm being compassionate. I'm being empathetic. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not being compassionate to the high performers beside them. You're not being empathetic to them. Exactly. You're being empathetic to yourself and to that person because you're too weak to actually execute on the mission. And you think about all the mass firing that has happened. And I'll make the statement because I want to make sure people understand. I don't want anybody to get fired. Right. I don't think you should go into work looking to fire people. I don't believe in that type of culture. But I believe this is a necessary thing we have to talk about because in order to grow a business, and we've grown a 70 plus million dollar business here, yeah. in order to grow a business, this is successfully, this is part of it. But these mass firings, what you have to understand is that is a leader that they know the mission and the vision. And unfortunately, the mission and vision is always greater than one person. 
It is the collective that matters. It's the actual organization as a whole that matters. And sometimes you have to lay off people to save the organization. Sometimes you have to they cut Elon, off the limb to save the body. Elon found six people managing one developer. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's not even talk about what was going on in Twitter because I think he's cut like 80% of the staff. Yeah, that is definitely a that, different. That That's different from a, what we're talking about. That was about. a company yeah. that yeah. actually it is kind of aligned to what we're talking about. They had misalignment in values and vision and mission. Yeah. Half that organization wanted to be a political activist organization organization. The other half was trying to build a social media platform. I don't even know if it's half, but you get my point. So it was a company that had an identity crisis. Elon Musk comes in as a leader and he goes, we are now this type of organization. And he executes based upon that. Do I want anybody to lose their job? No, but he has a vision and he's getting people aligned to that vision. And that's true leadership. Well said. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can head over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. Uh, And look, part of uh, growing an organization is also hiring the right people. So one of the ways over 850 people have completed their predictive index assessment at remindermedia.com slash stay paid PI. So you can actually take your predictive index assessment, get a sense for what that's like, see if it's get your something team that you to want do it to too. do. Yeah. Into your organization, share this link with your team uh, over at remindermedia.com slash stay paid PI. If you like this episode and want to support the show, head on over to Apple podcast, drop us a five-star review along with uh, a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to share your support is to share this episode with a friend or on social media Speaking of splitting up, what did Yoko say when the Beatles broke up? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Thank you, Ethan. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, on top of that, man. you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. My challenge to you, if you are looking to let someone go out of your organization or understand how to do that, you first need to be the leader you're supposed to be. Did you set clear expectations? You know, the common saying is, which is a true saying, nobody should be surprised when they're getting let go. And that is a representation and reflection of you as the leader. Did you set clear expectations? align people to the values and the mission and vision of your organization. And if you have, no surprises take place and you can let people go with honor and integrity because you've been the leader you're supposed to be. So make sure you are setting clear expectations not only for yourself, but also for your team members. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 